Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boot and Hearth podcast. Uh, I am Grayson Nelson, and I'm joined, as always, by uh, Tottenham expert uh, Ted Shearer. Hello. Hello, hello. Big win. Big win. This is an audio medium. No one can see you shake your shake your uh, jersey. So, bit cringe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and we are joined today by the wonderful Peter Sheriff. Hello. Hi there, guys. Happy as always to to be on the pod. I don't talk think some, I'll talk e- some prem. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever call you Peter again. It's just too many syllables. It's too, there's too much going on. Yeah, there. St- I stick can't. to Pete. Stick to yeah, Pete. stick to Pete. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, thank you both for joining us, and thank you, listener, for for uh, joining us as we as we go through. Uh, I, we got a lot. To, we got a lot to cover today. I'm really excited about it. Um, got some interesting stats to run through as well, and. As always, before we get through it, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose a toast um, to the new world order. Um, I, for one, welcome our Arsenal overlords. Uh, so, I, you expect me to drink to that? These are just these are just meant to make you drink to things that you absolutely do not want. <laughs> Mission to. accomplished. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, my weekly goal. Um, that was a great pod. Thank you, everyone. All right, no. Um, <laughs> So going real quick through the pickums, um, I would not say last week. Uh, last week was my shining moment. Right now, the scores stand at twenty five point five to twenty three. Um, uh, Grayson, uh, me giving myself that bonus point really. Yeah, fuck your right half now. point. <laughs> <laughs> because Ted is sitting at twenty five to twenty three. And and the guest is sitting at a at a respectable nineteen to twenty nine. You think? Gonna uh, I think you're gonna... we're gonna make that up next this week. Uh, we've oh, heard that one before. New transfers <laughs> coming in, changing up, changing up the uh, the system. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Go into a go go into a gag and press on these balls to the wall. We'll uh, we'll see how it pays off. Uh, bringing in Bielsa to do your pickums for you. I, uh, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> Um, we had some we had some interesting games, interesting uh, games uh, this weekend. Um, the first one I want to cover real quick is the the Leicester Brighton game, which was a two two draw, and I want to cover it specifically for one person on Brighton, uh, Matoma, uh, who is an absolute monster, and he's tearing up the league. They picked him up from a team in Japan for. Two point five million, I think, and uh, he's making St. Maximin look quite silly right now. Um, best, <laughs> That's uh, hard to do. That's hard to do. Best, uh, best left winger outside of the outside of the uh, the top six. I, everyone keeps saying. Uh, complete side note, and then we'll get into what I want to cover on this. But everyone keeps referring to like. Oh, they're the best team outside of the top six. It's like Chelsea and and Liverpool are ninth and tenth <laughs> right now. Like, can we stop saying like or like the big six or something like? That? I I agree with that. That needs to be put to rest. Only mid table teams right now. This is let's stop using the term big six. Um, I guess we have to hold on that's, to what that's the title of the episode right there. Stop calling it the big six. <laughs> stop trying to make the big six happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I can support that. I can support that. <laughs> Um, beats like but, the new so, big six <laughs> yeah um so i i heard uh do you guys hear that so matoma actually wrote 
a thesis on dribbling in college. Wrote the book on it. I did it. not hear that. He literally <laughs> wrote the book on it. <laughs> and, like, it just has me thinking, like, why don't more players do this? Can I can I get Nunez to to write a like a, a five hundred <laughs> word on essay finishing. on dribbling? Maybe the art of the miss. <laughs> he never finished it. There you go. Clop is gonna Clop is just gonna have Nunez in summer school. Just everyone's out at Kirby <laughs> like training, and Nunez is sitting out there looking out the window with Wanderlust. Just. <laughs> You've got Pep Linders. Pay attention. <laughs> he needs well, it. Uh, he needs it. Well, all right, all right, all right. I've been getting a lot of shit for Nunez recently. I've been getting a lot. Well, of I'm shit telling you, it's only because the amount of uh, of, of Harry Maguire reels I see on, fa- on on Instagram has declined to the point where I see more Nunez missing comps. You know, that's the only differentiating factor there. <laughs> help. I hope they're I hope they're piling him out when Nunez is banging him in next season cuz I'll tell you what he might he might be missing him he might be missing him like it's going out of style but he's got to get in the spot to uh to get those misses and if you watched even 15 minutes of him on the pitch you would be excited by him so he will learn to finish and I'm going to knock on wood before this take becomes absolutely horrible. But and that 15 minutes, as we Holland talk- put in three goals against Wolves. <laughs> yeah. It's a great point. Okay. Well, because he's got Alfie, he's got Al, uh, Alfie Holland's lasagna. You know, it's the hat trick <laughs> lasagna. It, it, if he started selling that, maybe he sent some, some over to, uh, to Liverpool. Uh, Nunez would be finishing more. Uh, turns out he just doesn't like pasta. Hmm. Um, Weird. Okay. Um, second one I want to get into the the relegation battle six pointer. Um, interesting that neither of the neither of the fans that we know are on the pod this week. Uh, we have West Ham and Everton. A coincidence? I think not. Uh, West Ham <laughs> two uh, nil Everton. Um, did you guys watch this game at all? Did you guys watch the highlights on this or anything? Oh, I didn't catch it. No. Absolutely. I thought not they'd already it. been relegated, to be honest. <laughs> it was, uh, it was what I mean. What Jared Bowen got two goals pretty quickly in the in the big in the middle of the first half, and then West Ham just kind of sat on the game. Um, but I heard a stat line uh, this week that that um, Bournemouth were one in nine, uh, one win in nine before facing them. West Ham were one win in 10 or something like that before they faced them. And another team was one in 11 before they faced them. All three got wins yep. Yep. Um, from Everton. And those are all, those are all since the world cup break. Um, so um, a bit of foreshadowing to, to a bit that we'll cover on Everton after this, but I would not, might be a hot take. I don't think they're that good. Um, <laughs> um We'll uh, move on to Crystal Palace, Newcastle, the goalless draw of the century. Most yep. exciting goalless draw for sure, for sure. Um, and Pete, I uh, the theme the theme of this pickums is stat lines that I pick up from Instagram. So here's my third one. Um, uh, Newcastle, this is their sixth goalless draw of the 
year, which beats beats the it's not the record, but the last year's highest total of goalless draws, which was five by relegated one of the teams that got relegated. I think it was Burnley. Yeah. Burnley had five five goalless draws. And Newcastle have six. It's halfway through the season. Yeah. But Newcastle are yeah. fourth. That's kind of wild. I mean, third, that's a third. Crazy. We're third right now. We're third, third right now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but does that does that worry you at all? Like like back of your mind, like a goal, six goalless draws only halfway through the season. Is that is that a bit of a fear or? I just think I just think it's some growing pains right now. I think uh, I mean it shows that we need a couple more transfers in during this window, and uh, to spruce up the attack a little bit, I think we'll be fine. You know, I know we're used to not controlling the game, going on hitting teams on the counterattack, and that's how we score a lot of our goals. That's how our team's built so fast. And so when we get in these positions where we're playing teams, and now we're controlling the ball, controlling possession, you know. We just we just don't we don't have that that quality that final piece in 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 the final third and you know I think it'll just take time I'm not worried about yeah. it because they they are I mean the the draws are coming against mediocre teams I mean we're playing down to them so it's I don't think it's anything to be concerned about as long gotcha. as you no know, we're we're in third we get, we've given up the least amount of goals if you start giving up goals it becomes a problem but. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and to to add on to that, I think the big thing that I always see pointed out about the Newcastle team is how structurally sound the defense yeah. is, and and the great pressing that that Newcastle can do. How long is Isaac out for? Because I back. feel like he's, he's back. He is back. Okay. Did yeah, he play he, this? Did he play? He started today. He he came in in like the seventieth minute against Crystal Palace. He played the whole game today. So he's. He's back. I'm hoping to see a, uh, two strikers, him and Wilson, up top. That's what Ooh. I'd like to see out of, okay. uh, did, out of Eddie Howe's lineup. Did Gimaresh pick up a, an injury in the Chris Palace game, or did I just imagine no, that? He was playing so today. He's, he was playing today. He's healthy. So. He pulled the full, yeah. played the full 90? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, um, good, good to hear you're not you're not feeling too down about it. I think once once Isaac gets back into the rhythm, if Cal if is Callum Wilson injured as well? Oh, we're all healthy Everyone's right healthy. now. Healthy, wow, okay, yeah, okay. for once. I think St. Max might still be dealing with a quad, but that's uh, that's something that's been going on for. You're not the biggest fan since anyway, we bought right? him, so. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's not uh, on the field. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I I think um, I think uh, Newcastle end up figuring it out. Um, but yeah, I'm not I just too worried was, about the, the draws. No, it's just an interesting stat line for a team in third, and which it was a team last year in January was what nineteenth, twentieth. I mean, nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a it's such a wild turnaround, but it, it, interesting uh, dynamic for the team. Um, all right, the uh, the main attraction for the weekend, um, the <laughs> Arsenal Man U game. Holy shit! What a game! What a game! What, what a game! What a game! That was an absolute. Cla- I've watched it. I, I watched it back um, earlier this week, and just it's not even like it was like great goals too. Like Rashford's first yep. goal was an absolute banger. 
um, the 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 interplay from Arsenal for Enkedi, both of Enkedi's goals were Saka, obviously. Saka yeah, is yeah. just out of this world. Yeah, just I, I honestly, I like I said, I I never, I didn't even watch the the full match back, but I got chills watching the the highlights. Man, it just you could feel it in the atmosphere how how big of a game it was. I mm-hmm. felt like. Well, and it felt it it, it felt nice to watch this game and take it for what it was rather than to watch this game and not only yourself think about like oh what these teams used to be but also just have it force fed down your fucking throat (laughs) all of the pundits and everything talking about how good these teams used to be it's like all right they're 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 decent now like like we can we can just take these teams for what they are um and so I, I, great game, great soccer. Shout out Ben Latte. Um, <laughs> that I mean, is he just out? Like, is he? Do you think he's like has a tanning bed in his place in London? Do you think like he's maybe, maybe he, on, he's got the cream, the the oil, he whatever. Does, <laughs> He he does uh, he does self tanner yeah yeah before he goes out yeah yeah well um, I'm sure he'll survive that little little nick at him I think he's doing just fine um, on his own if he isn't um, he can feel free to to come to me for some uh, for some tips on his right back play Uh, I've got plenty from my armchair Um, all right let's uh, let's get into it Um, and the first thing I want to cover is a quote. From a one Michael Elise. For those of you who don't know, he is a winger or a midfielder for Crystal Palace, and he scored an absolute banger of a free kick. Uh, not this week, but week last week. Um, it was a, like injury time, thirty yards out against Man United, and just like just absolutely beautiful. And then just did not celebrate whatsoever. Um, and he came out with a quote after after the game, which was, "When I score, I don't celebrate because I'm only doing my job. When a postman delivers letters, does he celebrate?" <laughs> and I uh, good point. It's a great point. I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to uh, crowdsource crowdsource some opinions on this. Um, Pete, you clearly think this was uh, this was a uh, quite quite a good quote. Yeah, I just think it's cold-blooded as, you know, as anything I've ever heard. Very Roy Keane. I love it. Very Roy Keane. Ted, got anything on it? I like it, you know. You ever heard the term, you know, act like you've been there before? I think that kind of goes exactly. in the same category as that. I think it's it's cold. It's cold. But I got to say, I mean, props for actually not celebrating because I feel like if I scored a free kick from that distance, I'm, I'm celebrating every time. Like that that was a thing I, of beauty off the top bar. I think it is such a try-hard fucking quote. <laughs> so fed up with this. It is so dumb. Dude, if my post fan like drained a letter into my letterbox from like <laughs> from like across the street and he didn't celebrate, I would be pissed, dude. I, I feel like dude, I quit like I just stopped delivering mail that day. Everyone would understand. Dude, I mean like I just it's not like it's not like he fucking like it came off his like chest in in the six yard box off of a corner and then he didn't celebrate like 
Dude, like you're not paid to score thirty yard bangers. It's like that's <laughs> uh, just uh, you know, have a little fun. This I, I don't know. I I, I just <laughs> you know. I, I, don't know. I, I think I think in front of the home crowd, you know, he's got people cheering for him. They he probably ate it up. <laughs> he's he, yeah yeah. He's not. He's he's feeling happy for himself. He's he's celebrating by not celebrating, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, the crowd loves it. He loves it because they all know. You know, like yeah, like do the Eric Cantona or something, where you just stop moving and just like spin <laughs> with your been, arms. Yeah, that would have been a good one. I I don't know. Clearly, my cat wants to be on my lap. Um, I can't I can't win this battle. Um, um, but uh, no, I I just like I I I respect it. Um. I, I think I, I uh, the some context around this too. Did you guys hear he had an interview I think earlier this season where he scored a late winner and the the post match he had a post match interview and they asked him like how did you score that goal and he was like yeah I uh, I received the ball <laughs> I uh, I looked at the net and I shot it. I mean, that was it. I and mean, that was it. That's, that's clearly just how he works, you know? Yeah, I mean, just a full-on robot. Good for him. A plus yeah. B equals C, you know? Full-on robot, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. But uh, just... Full-blooded. Full-blooded. Yeah. I mean, Gary, if you're out there and you are and you're and you feel like shooting some buckets with my mail, you've got full license. Um, <laughs> I Just record yourself doing it because I would love to see the video. Um, all right, we're moving on to uh, to the uh, manager musical chairs this edition. Um, Frank Lampard, despite um, despite Farad Mashiri's best efforts, Frank Lampard has lost his job. Um, and we have some quotes uh, from uh, a resident Everton fan, Alex Washburn, on this. He said um, Frank Lampard was fired, uh, but the club waited over five hours to announce it, um, including internally. Players found out through radio or emails, but not from the actual club. Um, and he thinks it's absolutely embarrassing that they did not fire Frank during the World Cup break when they had ample time to find a new manager um, instead of... instead of um, and, and instead they fire him with six days to go in the transfer market. And I... I don't see I don't see a false statement in there because that's I mean it's just absolutely like not only could you have given a new manager a full full window mm -hmm. but like there was a month and a half two month break in there where you could have brought in a new manager could have implemented a system and it just just so dumb dude I I it's just absolutely I heard absolutely ridiculous. I heard he was uh he was at the gates of Goodison Park holding a sign with uh with this quote on it this quote that he submitted to us he was he was there for the protests. Uh, Alex <laughs> yeah, yeah he was yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah. I was Frank Lampard was out at the gates of Goodison like um like that Eric Andre meme where it's like <laughs> let me in. Yeah, any uh, any parting words for Frank? I know he's listening. I mean, we reached out for comment, didn't we? And he refused. He refused to comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we reached out to BT Sport because uh, I'm I'm inevitably expecting him to end up there. Um, <laughs> but um, I think the real question is who 
who do you guys think takes over for Frank now? Six days left in the window. They are looking horrible overall. Two players just missed training. I think it was Anthony Gordon and someone else. I don't know if did Alex write it in here? Um no, he did not. But two players missed Everton training today. Um locker room's clearly in a really bad spot. Um I've heard Bielsa is their number one target. I don't know if Everton is Bielsa's number one target. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Who do who do you guys think uh who do you guys think ends up in here? So I don't know. I think I think they need somebody who's got experience in the championship because that's the kind of football they're playing right now. That's the kind of style that's gonna they got they're better than a championship side, but barely. The style they need to play. It. They need they need a real real stalwart at manager. They I like I don't I don't think Bielsa's the answer right now. I that- I could see Deich. He's you know he's scrappy. He's he's been in a relegation battle before. Yeah. He's kept teams up. He's brought teams back. But mm-hmm. honestly, I gotta be so so. I read I read this link, uh, an article that that mentioned David Boyes, and I know he's still at West Ham. I know he's still at West Ham. But but I thought it was a really interesting link. I thought you know if West Ham does get fed up enough to to finally axe Moyes. Like maybe the fan half the fan base is asking for. I could also see that working out very well for Everton. I'm not. I I know it's it's a long shot, but I could see it. But but realistically, realistically, out of the alternatives currently available, I could definitely see Dyche over over anybody else or Bielsa. Bielsa too. I I I could definitely see Dyche. I could see Allardyce. The problem with the two of those are they are people who keep you out of the championship for as long as possible yeah. essentially like dice is not a system manager mm-hmm. you're not you know you're he's not gonna motivate players he's gonna create a defensively sound team that ends up um staying out of relegation um so i i they're a band-aid on a bullet wound is essentially where I don't know. Cause it, there's so much wrong with Everton right now. I mean, the, the, the board is so messed up. Players clearly don't want to be there. It's horribly mismanaged. So maybe you do put in someone like Daesh. But so like at that point, couldn't you say any manager they bring in is going to be a band-aid, you know, like, cause at that, at that point, it's Bielsa. Bielsa might not be because Bielsa has a very clear system and way of playing that brought Leeds out of the championship and then brought them to a top half finish in their first season. But arguably it hasn't right. been proven to work in the Premier League, right? No. Long term, long term, long term. Long term, no. Bielsa's system definitely won't work long term. I think we're even seeing with like Man City and Liverpool right now that these high pressing systems, unless you have strong rotate, like like strong transfer and recruitment, um, these pressing systems are not long term things. Um, but I don't think I I don't know. Last thing I'll say is Moyes 
everyone's saying like, oh, Moyes would be perfect because you know he's been there. He that was the last place that he like really succeeded. But he's been at West Ham for a while, and if he gets let go, I just don't see him turning around and immediately hopping back into Everton, especially with how shit Everton has run. It really is the same team in a lot of ways, especially this season. Scrapping, yeah. So yeah. It, it just minus Richarlison. I mean, yeah. like, and no, like you replaced Richarlison with Neil Mope. It it's not it's not the same thing. It has not paid off, um, whatsoever. And I don't know. Um, we'll see. I don't know what happens to to Frank after this. I mean, maybe maybe he gets a championship job. I I'm interested to see what happens with him and Steven Gerrard because Stevie clearly doesn't know tactics really at all i mean he wasn't his his managerial success came from mick beal who's now at rangers um and who was his assistant manager neil critchley brought in to do the tactics for for aston villa frank lampard he's a good guy maybe i don't know that much about him he might be a shit dude but um he seems nice enough but it, I don't know. He hasn't, right, we'll he hasn't what, proven himself. That's my problem with Frank. It's like, what has he done? You know? Yeah. He, he, he didn't really do anything with Chelsea, and Tuchel came in and won in the same season he came in and won the Champions League. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening to them. I think, I think Dyke, Dyche. Dyche. However, you pronounce his name. Is it Daesh? Daesh. I'm pretty sure it's Daesh. It is Daesh, yeah. Okay. Sam Daesh, yeah. Um, well, if he, if I, I think he makes the most sense if they bring him in, but if they don't bring him in, I, I could, this might be a hot take. I could see them getting back to back relegations. Honestly, I mean, they are just so, so fucked right now. Damn, you think they go down too? I think they could, I think they could go down too. Because that, like, I think they could pull a Sunderland and go down twice. Jeez. I, I don't know if it happens, but I could definitely, if it happened, I would not be do surprised. Do you see, do you see an ownership change? I, like, see, this is why I wish we had Alex, Alex here, or even, even Graham, to be honest. But, like, do you see an ownership change forced by that? Forced by that? Probably, because... Like it's good. The club's going to become even more of a money pit, and I think um, I think uh, Alex has said that that they say they're selling the club, but not really. If they get relegated, I could see a a a push to have that happen because it's clear their investment is not going well and it's going nowhere but down. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, moving on. Any any last notes on this from y'all? Nope. Um, best of luck to them. Uh, I think they're gonna be an interesting watch in the championship. Um, <laughs> Conte leaving. Uh, going going on to our next point. Um, Ted, you sent over a link. Um, earlier this week, it has not been confirmed. I Italian wanna, I wanna media state that outright. Italian media stating that that Conte is Conte is leaving in the summer. Um, no one said anything about it, but I mean, 
when you first read that, when you first saw that article, what was your reaction? I mean, man, like my first, re- my gut reaction was that sucks. Because uh, honestly, I I feel like a lot of the Spurs fan base, not the I I I, I don't think I can't. Obviously, I can't speak for any any fraction. No, you of have the to Spurs speak for the entire fan base. I, yeah, I mean, I will if I have to, but like. I think the people, you know, who actually, you know, understand that things take time are committed to Conte and they want him to stick around for whatever project we decide to start on, whether we're going to buy players now and and push for, you know, trophies or if we're going to start a full on rebuild. Either way, I think the longtime fans and the patient ones want Conte to stay. That being he's said, not, he's not a he's not a he, right, I know, I know, keep I going. know. That being said, <laughs> If he wants to leave and he's not committed or he's making un like unrealistic demands, I am not opposed to him moving on. And and like honestly, like a lot of people are let's just bring Proch back now, let's rip the band-aid off, let's get it over with, let's do it. So it's gonna happen. And honestly, it would probably be more entertaining. Actually, it would it would definitely be more entertaining. And I would love to watch it. I would. I can to- confirm <laughs> it would be more entertaining. <laughs> so I'd love to watch it happen, man. And so honestly, I'm just kind of up in the air. Oh, my 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 conclusion to it at the moment is, you know, let's let whatever happen happens, or we, let's let whatever's going to happen happen, and let's make sure it happens quick and efficiently, so that we can just move on and keep keep going here. That's where I'm at right now. Um, do I want him to leave? No, I'm not. I'm not pushing him out the door. But if he does, get it over with. Yeah, uh, the Conte is not a guy who builds a project. I mean, it's he comes in and he wins now. It's I think it's probably pretty clear that you guys are not winning now, um, unless unless there's some insane investment over the summer. Unless Champions you buy League another. Final. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, who do you guys have? I think Spurs what? aren't a aren't a. It's, I mean, they're in fourth right now. I think Conte's doing. No, I think we're a fine job with them. Fifth, I think we're at fifth. We're I think he's in top four. And, I like uh, fifth, I like, right? I think fifth. Are they in fifth? I think we're at fifth. Oh, that's right. That's I mean, you, your point still holds. Yeah. Your point still holds. Yeah, I just, I mean, I think that you guys have the pieces, and Conte is the right guy for that team. I, I would just like to see give it time. stay there at least maybe another season work it out but but i also see bringing potch back it could be it could be good grayson before so. you jump in the, so the argument the argument against and i'm playing devil's advocate here because all i hear are counter arguments against Conte at this point and and, and <laughs> <laughs> like literally so like the, the counter argument against that point that i agree with is that Oh, we've got the pieces, but he's so committed to his system and his tactics and his patterns, and it's just so uncreative and monotonous that it's almost too predictable. And people have us figured out. And and Grayson would agree. He just watched us play Fulham in that first well, half. We were talking, about, we were talking about it. We were talking about it. That that maybe the reason Tottenham are such a second half team is because there is no adapting of the system. In the first 45 minutes, there's no adapting to the opponent, just playing the system. Yeah. And then contact, because he's still an incredible manager, makes changes at halftime 
that it's like, oh shit, now we can actually win this game. Um, but I mean, that's not sustainable. It's just I, like I you can't know. play forty-five minutes of football and expect to win the ninety minutes. You know? Yeah. Um. Well, um. One thing. One thing that is is exciting news uh for for Tottenham uh kind of short up on it right now but Kane Kane is is spoken out and said he's interested in um extending his contract amidst united is, links <laughs> amidst united links yeah so um he's on until when 2024 yeah, right now he's entering the final year yeah well yeah, we'll and, be going into the final year and I mean, if I I would not I do I for one completely unbiased do not want to see Harry Kane at Manchester United. Um, if I could never see Man United win another league title, I'd be happy. Um, but um, do you think? Do you think Kane is? Because he really tried to force that move to Man City. Do you think he's just kind of set on on being that one club man now and and just cementing his status as a, a legend at, at Tottenham? Not to say that he wouldn't be a legend if he went to Man or Man United, but um, do you think that's why we're hearing rumors of him being interested in extending the contract again, even with the the um manager kind of um situation yeah we might have broken him he might be resigned to it at this point (laughs) (laughs) um if if, he's a true true tottenham fan now (laughs) yeah he's just embraced the suck um if if conte leaves here's the only so the way i see him leaving now is if conte leaves i could see us bringing in a new manager selling either Kane or Son to fund a rebuild. That's the way I kind of see it going if it does go down that path. Um, but no, I'm, I don't see him forcing his way out. No. I think he would have done you it think, last year. You think You think if Kane goes, Son goes with him? Mm. You, think, you think those two go? The same I don't time? know if we would be able to give up both. I really don't. I think we could probably – like it, it really depends. Like Son has had a, a terrible season so far like he has really been struggling i honestly think if we were to sell son i don't even know how much we'd get for him at the moment current form i really don't but i i would be comfortable selling kane keeping son playing richarlison up top and then funding you know a rebuild for the rest of the squad with the money we got from that deal to a degree only for Conte to not use them because they're yeah. Well, Conte's gone and, at this point, remember? <laughs> uh, true, true, true. Um, we bring Nuno back. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> dude, no one's talking about Nuno at, at Everton. Oh, man. He was on the Did list I looked up. <laughs> oh, man. Everton pull a, pull a Tottenham and... and Call Nuno gets announced after it's reported that he was like the seventh choice. <laughs> like he'll keep us out of relegation. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Well, <clears throat> we'll uh, we'll have more on that. I'm sure down the line. 
And I'm sure Frank Lampard is not the last manager to get let go this season. Um, I'm still holding that hope that Pep gets let go. I we'll, we'll see if it happens. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling too confident on that one. Uh, but all right, so there's been a there's been a couple of couple of transfers. Um, we talked about Mudrick last week. Which side note, uh, the Everton Liverpool or the the Chelsea Liverpool game was horrible, and it was really just not a good watch. You spent whatever you spent with your two hours was better than what I did watching that game. Um, but Mudrick had a couple of really, really good plays um, in that game, and it looks like he's going to be. Electric. I, I mean, he looks like he's going to be a lot of fun to watch, especially when Jao Felix comes back too, and they've got a front three of Havertz, Jao Felix, and and Mudrick. That's going to be interesting. Um, uh, we had um, Arnaud Danjuma um, pull out at the last minute at Everton and is now going to Tottenham. He didn't like the locker room um, over at Goodison. Yeah, yeah, it smelled. <laughs> it had a weird smell to it. Yeah, um, he was in there taking that. Um, apparently, they took photo. They did a photo shoot of Denjuma at Everton, um, in in an Everton jersey. And uh, they did it in the locker room, and maybe he was just in there, and he was like, "You smell that? It smells like." Was that you? Yeah. Was that you? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, but we also had Danny Ings going to West Ham on his quest to play for every Claret and Blue team um, in in the in the top four leagues. Um, he's also on his quest to be. Injured at every Clareton Blue Club in in the top four league, dude has not. He played a bit. I think he played maybe a bit in the West Ham Everton game, and now he's injured for the foreseeable future. Just absolute. I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't be so. I'm not surprised that when he was at Liverpool, he was made of glass. But just absolutely wild that they bring him in. So have fun, uh, Spitz, with uh, with more Michael Antonio. Um, cause, uh, cause that, that's what you're assigned to. He's, he's not going on loan anywhere. Um, and then, and then, uh, next one, uh, real quick to cover is, is Trossard to Arsenal, um, which is a wee bit cheaper than Mudrick was. Uh, this is, this is 20 million pounds up front, 7 million in add-ons. Yeah, just a, just a tiny bit cheaper. Uh, but I think that's a really good pickup for them. I was say, um, I unfortunately, it makes it makes me mad that they got Trossard. They didn't. They didn't need Trossard. Yeah, I don't know how they got him for so cheap. That, that just doesn't make. He any probably sense. just. I mean, I knew that, he had. Yeah. He had a bad. He wanted to get out of Brighton, but. Yeah, he had a dust up. For... He had a dust up in the locker room and and um, with the Zerbi, but twenty seven is cheap. Yeah, for a guy. Who scored a hat trick against Liverpool earlier in the season? He's lit up the league. He's super versatile. Can play wing back. Can play both sides of the wing. Yep. Really good depth pickup for them. I um, think how how old is he? Like twenty seven, something like that. Yeah, I think he's mid twenties. Yeah, mid to late twenties. He's got a long time left. Mm-hmm. Relatively yeah. speaking, so. No, uh, unfortunately, really good business by them. Um, and then and then. 
there's more rumors of of Declan Rice to uh, to Arsenal. Those are heating up. Um, Arsenal really just in picked up win now mode, huh? I mean, I don't know why they would be. You know, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, a bit weird. Um, bit of a weird flex. No, they but they also just bought uh, Fabio Vieira from. Um, they bought him at the end of last tra- at the end of the summer transfer window, and I don't know if he's really played at all. Um, and it's, uh, I guess, because Declan Rice would come in, and him and Partey would compete for a spot. And Rice oh, is just going to cost so much money. I don't know if it's worth it, but I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> I thought there were stuff that was going on with with Partey and legal trouble, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure about that one. I haven't heard anything since. Um, so do we, what's the, uh, what's the asking current asking for for Rice? Do we know? Like, uh, gotta be at least eighty. Gotta be at least eighty. Um, it was a hundred. It it it's been a solid hundred for the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it might go down, maybe a little bit, but I mean, I was say, he's I... a staple in the England lineup. He's a he's a workhorse. Yeah. So yeah, Fabio Vieira. They bought him. He's played 250 minutes this season, which is less than less than three games total. Uh, he's played 10 matches for 250 minutes played, so hasn't played that much. Add to the midfield. I, I get you need rotation and everything like that, but um, I could see an interesting dynamic to vote, setting up. Maybe they bench Xhaka and and do a do a pivot, double pivot of Rice and Rice and uh, Partey. That wouldn't be the worst thing, but I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, before uh, before we get into the pickums, how you guys how you guys feeling about this? You guys think uh, you guys think you're gonna show out this week? You feeling feeling good about the matchups we got lined up here? I, I felt good about last week. Last week was good. Feeling good. I'm about feeling this week. confident. I'm feeling confident because I've did had I... had some terrible weeks, so I'm due for a good one. <laughs> ah, law of averages. Exactly. Law of averages. Except for when you realize the average is just shit and you're just stuck at the bottom. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I got the uh, uh, I got the I got the picks. Okay, you got the picks. All right. Um uh we'll go we'll go Pete first, then yep. Ted, and then myself. So Pete, when you start us off, Chelsea V Fulham at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I'm thinking uh I'm thinking two two. Tie, two two tie. Yeah, I okay. think Fulham got two bad losses back to back. I think they're going to come out hungry. And and Chelsea didn't look the best last game. I think. I think Chelsea or no Ted Ted you go. I was going to say I think uh, I think Chelsea come out with a win here. I think actually I think Mudrik gets a goal. Uh, if you want a bonus point, you can write down Mudrik. It's a goal. You can get your half point back there. Um, uh, I also, I, I think Chelsea as well. Um, I think Mudrik's going to come in and, and, and be lights out on that left wing. So um, I think I think people are, might be starting to come back from injuries too. I'm, I can't speak a ton to that. Um, nice and easy one next. Everton v Arsenal. Um, 
you want to think long and hard about this one, Pete, or you think you got a you think you got one locked in? I kind of want to go for a draw again, but uh, <laughs> do it. The heart you know says draw. I think I'm sticking to it. I think I think Everton pull out a sneaky draw here. Remember when you? Oh. Up, I think they're playing up to Arsenal. I love it. Uh, uh, good enough for the win. Don't get me wrong. I, I would never pick Everton, but oh yeah, you're not crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dare I ask who the uh, interim manager for for Everton is right now? <laughs> I, I feel like it's got to be Big Dunk, Big Dunk Ferguson, the uh, the legendary um, interim manager. I think he's probably managed more games for Everton. Than, than you know, some I like his tactics. Have. I think they get a little bit of a new manager bounce here. I really think they come out firing, and I think Everton pull out a sneaky one zero win. No, I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> no. Kidding. You said it. No, 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 no. You said it. It's locked in. I'm changing it after. I'm not. I'm not sticking to that. I'm not. There is there is no shot. I'm letting you change that. It's such a joke. No chance. All right. All right. What? Give us, give us what you give, give us, give us what you want it to be, not, <laughs> not what it is gonna be. I want it. I want Everton to win this game. Obviously, like that's not even a question. But they're not gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. I, I'm taking Arsenal every day. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna take Arsenal on this one too. I'm not gonna, not gonna spread the field on this one. Um. Okay. Well. Wolves v Liverpool at Molyneux. Um, Liverpool have beaten them. Uh, Wolves there last week, two weeks ago, uh, due to a Harvey Elliott banger. And they've learned from their mistakes, and Wolves won't let it happen again. <laughs> yeah, to, or, or, um, Pete, who you got for this? I got Liverpool. Much easier than the Everton Arsenal game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Stop jinxing it. Stop jinxing it. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a game Liverpool should win. And by Grayson's own game theory here, I'm I'm going draw. I'm going draw. I think Liverpool don't come out firing. See it. If they start Harvey Elliott. <laughs> Yeah, they're guaranteed. They're guaranteed a banger right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liverpool looks so bad in the Chelsea game, and they look so bad against Brighton. Like we beat Wolves, but we're just not good right now. Um, I'm gonna go Liverpool. I can't bear myself to pick anything else. But this is not. I'm not particularly excited about that game whatsoever. Um, all right, Brentford v Southampton. Um. Oh man, this is tough. I think I gotta go with Brentford here. I think they get the job done. What What makes you say that? I mean, Southampton speaks for itself. I think they're the worst team in the league right now. I I would never I would never bet for them. So you're gonna have Wash knocking on your door here in a little bit, <laughs> saying, <laughs> "Might I interest today, you to?" They got a red card against us today. They're feeling bad for themselves. They're playing Nathan Jones up top. It's uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot he was still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> not a good sight. Yeah. 
I've uh, I've been on the bees train all, all season. Buzz buzz. Here we go. Buzz buzz. Yeah, that's right. Um I really I I was hoping we were going to have more variety here, but I uh, I I I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go draw. Um wow. I think you're throwing the pick em this week, huh? Uh, <laughs> I can't have it boring all of us picking the same things. I think I think I I love me some Brentford. I love me some Brentford at the community stadium. Um <laughs> But Southampton are pulling out some weird results here and now, or like here and again, and I, I, I think they can pull out one here. Um, okay, Villa Leicester. Leicester coming off a two-two draw at Brighton, where they probably should have won the game. <laughs> Villa won last week and are looking real good under Unai Emery. Um, Pete, who you got? I uh, got Villa here. What? Uh, why are you picking Villa? Not a not again. I feel like just with the Southampton pick, I'm I'm really picking against Leicester. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they have the pieces to get it done consistently, and especially against a, a decent side, more than a decent side in Villa. I think they're on the rise, so I'd like to see him get a win. All right. Acceptable. I think that's a fair point. I think Villa definitely team on the rise. I think Leicester. Very inconsistent team, and I think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna bounce off this draw. And I uh, I think this game actually ends in a draw. Um, I'm gonna stall real quick because I think Ollie Watkins might be injured, and if Ollie Watkins is injured, um, I, think, I ja- think Jamie Vardy uh, hat trick. Jamie Vardy <laughs> hat trick. Um, no, he is not um, injured. Um, I I am going to go Villa for this one. Um, but I could absolutely see a draw happening here. I could also, in theory, see Leicester winning this game. But this Leicester team is bad doo-doo right now. Yeah, just not, not, not good. Not good. Um, so we'll see what, we'll see what happens with them. All right, Brighton v. Bournemouth uh, at the Fortress Amex Stadium. Um, uh, Tough Pete, game. How you feeling yeah. about this one? I'm I'm going with the draw here. I think Bournemouth are getting desperate. Ooh. They're in the relegation zone. Drop like down with West Ham's win. I think I think they're wait. They're in the game. relegation zone. Yeah, they just they're 17. No or 18 shit, now. dude. They were in they were in like 13th recently. Maybe I'm no maybe I'm way. mixing them up with somebody then. No, they're 18th. You're right. Yeah, okay. Holy That's what I shit! I yeah. Oh man, they really have. No shit. Well, okay. Sneaky. All right, you're right. No, Nottingham Forest is up to 13th now. Yeah. I we've I, we've had some bad takes on this pod, but my uh, my take <laughs> at the beginning Lester, of the season. Leicester's up to fourteenth. Yeah, Leicester's up I to fourteenth. Realize that. Leeds is at fifteenth with a game in hand. If they win that, they're up to fourteenth. So I mean, yeah. but they're only a point back. Man, there is there is four points between thirteenth and eighteenth. That is insane. Tight that race. is wild. Oh man. Gonna wow. get gonna get uh, dicey there at the end. 
more like gonna get dicey. Ah! Right? Oh, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. It's been a great podcast. Uh, we'll end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, all right, Brighton v. Bournemouth. I, I, I gotta go Brighton. I gotta go Brighton. I just think they're a better team. They're more consistent than Bournemouth. And from what I've seen, I just don't think Bournemouth has the talent overall that Brighton does. I, yeah, I think, I think Brighton just have like a, a really quality manager. I think they've been really starved for a good manager for, for a few years now. And, and they've really been trying to, trying to get someone with real quality and i'm just kidding i love graham potter um <laughs> full on bit but um i think roberto de Zerbi is a, i don't think anyone could have picked roberto de Zerbi doing as well as he is right now um before he got hired uh i think i think i think brighton are winning this game for sure um and i would be very worried i am very worried about european places right now because Brighton are sixth and five points back on Tottenham right now. They have two games in hand. And so, I don't know, man. It's I think five, six, and seven are all European places. So, um, we'll see what ends up happening there. But um, this is going to be a spicy end of the season. Um, okay, uh, next one, Man U versus Crystal Palace. Didn't they just play? What the fuck? All right, yeah, uh, Pete, who you got for this? Yeah, they did. Already? Yeah. Wow. Is it back to back? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. Yep. There's a few. They have. They have the EFL. They have the League Cup tomorrow, um, and then the FA Cup. But um, you got this one, and then you got Spurs v Man City again <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> um. Okay, Man U versus Crystal Palace. Who you guys got, Pete? Um, I'm looking for Man U to win. I want to see Michael Elise not celebrate another goal, though. <laughs> so no clean sheets, no clean sheets. Entertaining game. That's what I'm hoping for. But Man U comes see- away with it. I want I want a postman celebration now. <laughs> like I want I want him to just just go as he's as he. What does that look he's like? Wh- he's like opening the box, putting the mail in, and putting the flag. No, up no, no. Yeah, that would be that would be a normal person's. Yeah, that would be a normal. <laughs> but like I feel like with Elise, it'd just be him walking back to his side of the field, just like shaking hands maybe as he went along <laughs> just just depositing mail as he went along yeah pretends like he's got the bag yeah yeah he's jamming out to his own music maybe that'd be pretty nah good. he's just gonna he's gonna do his the elise non-celebration he pulls an envelope uh, out of his sock and opens it up uh, <laughs> um i honestly i could see crystal palace turning up for this game and i i think i go draw I think I could draw here. This is a game, Man United, a trap game for Man United, I think. And I think Crystal Palace turns up for the big game. So I could see this being a draw. I could see Man U definitely winning this game. Um, so I don't. Answer? I don't think... Yes, that is my final answer. Um, what was the one that I need to change yours for? Everton. Everton. No, that's not changing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sticking yeah. with Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure we put it in. Yeah, you're changing your thing. It'll be fun to fact. see if that actually changes when they win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it changes back. Yeah, I'm changing it after the pod, but if I change it back after that, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a um, 
Yeah, I think I man, man, you are a really solid team. They're in form. Marcus Rashford is so much fun to watch right now. Dude is on fire right He's now. Really good. I I will also state I don't think Anthony has done anything this season really. Well, people like, are hating on him. You're not the only one. Like a million pounds destroying like the transfer market. He's been fine. I like mean, I think that's. It's interesting you say that because I could think of another hundred million pound striker who plays on a. No, but Darwin Nunez's impact. He, Darwin Nunez's yeah, impact. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> His impact on the Liverpool team has been much more. Like I feel like Anthony's just kind of invisible, but Darwin Nunez, when he's on the field, you know he's on the field. The team hey, has just you, been tired. Ask Michael. Also, Lisa, you get you get paid to score goals. <laughs> no, yeah, just ask him. Dude, he Roy Keane is his fucking hero, man. <laughs> Uh, absolute ridiculous. He's got five goals in 14 games. He had five goals in 12 hey, games. Postman that, deli- but, I mean, that doesn't deliver the mail fine, doesn't dude. keep his job. That's all I'm saying. He's got <laughs> three goals in six games in the Champions League. He's doing fine. All right. He's just he's just not at Holland numbers. So you guys can fuck off. Does a right? postman get paid to you give your I mail mean, to yeah. somebody else to put into your mailbox? I don't think so. <laughs> Hottest postman <laughs> analytics. I mean, just now sponsored by the USPS. Uh, check your check your local building for uh, for openings. Oh my god! All right, now we got a good one. All right, so next next pod we have to have we have to have Spitz and Pete on here because this game has to be discussed. we gotta have our postman on i, mean, <laughs> I want to i might ask my guy next time he drops off his mail just to see if he ever celebrates mail like i want to know if he's ever celebrated dropping off a letter or something like that i didn't know <laughs> oh man alright Pete who you got winning this game Newcastle versus West Ham yeah I'm going for Newcastle I'm going for uh, a Wilson hat trick here I think no shit okay okay we got Newcastle coming out from Pete big surprise there I, I think I think the guest is so so hard up on points we'll give a we'll give a bonus point for that one as well okay Wilson Hattrick? Mm-hmm. Wilson Hattrick. Oh yeah. Ooh. I'll let you change it if you want. You can you you can you can all right, all right, all right. Um Ted, what do you got for this one? I think Newcastle gets this. I think it's pretty self explanatory why I'm saying that. I don't think West Ham is in great form at all. And I just I just don't see it happening. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't see, uh, I don't see Newcastle, or I don't see West Ham doing much with this game. I'm actually gonna call a draw. Quite oh, honestly, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a draw. Yeah, um, I love hearing your cat purr. It, can you hear it through yeah, the mic? Yeah, we literally could there for a second. It was right, so loud. Right. That's odd. No, it's, it's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, my apartment is not the warmest right now, and she's looking for the only warm thing, which uh, is me. Um, that was a great bit. Um, okay. Uh, Forest, <laughs> Forest leads. Um, Pete, who you got for this? Is that City Ground? 
Yeah, this is this is a tough one. Oh man. Um, Lawrence just got someone. Oh, they got Chris Wood. They got Chris Wood on loan. That's right. They did. They brought oh, in yeah. another player. <laughs> oh man. I. I mean, I I could see Forrest winning this only because they're playing at home. It's really the only only thing I got because I think these teams are evenly matched. So I'll I'll, I'll take Forrest. All right, I. This is a hard one. I my first this is a hard one. This is a hard one. What are you thinking? What what's going through your head right now? My gut instinct is Leeds, just because I feel like they're the more consistent team here. There's you just... were say you yeah, were say that also helps a little bit. But like I just think there's less moving parts on on Leeds than there are Forest. There is Forest right now, and I yeah, honestly that's that's all there really is to it. I just think there's too much inconsistency at Forest. I go leads. I could also see Joe. I, I I'm just gonna hedge my bets and predict all three, and then <laughs> and then I'll, I'll I'll just take the win that way. Um, leads for I think draw. I think Leeds can win this game for sure. I think Forrest might sit in deep, and I don't think Leeds knows how to play against sitting in deep. I think Nyanto has looked really good. Jack Harrison has played really well recently. They got the tie against Brentford. I don't think they know how to manage games really well. I could absolutely see this ending up as a draw. I don't think Forrest hold them out from getting any goals. I don't think this is going to be a zero on the score sheet for Leeds. The question is how many can they hold back from Forrest? Um, On the bright side is Chris Wood is not going to be running on the offside trap. You know, it's not like like Chris Wood is not the not the fastest individual. I I think I think Pete can attest to that one. Um, yeah. Taiwo Awonei, uh, who's been the other guy that they played up top, has been decent, but he's also he's in the same Chris Wood ilk, where he's kind of like a a big lad you hawk it up to. Um. They've been playing Morgan Gibbs White in the middle, but he's not really a striker, dude. I I'm lost, man. I have no idea. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go draw. I'm gonna go draw. I feel like it's a cop out. I feel like it's a cop out. I want to pick. I, I want to pick out. Yeah, I was close. I was close <laughs> to pick a draw, but yeah, I I I, I could. Th- this game is completely up in the air. I'm definitely gonna be watching that one. Uh, and then probably the easiest pick of the week, um, Spurs v. Man City. Um, uh, we don't even really need to talk about this one. Yeah, um, Pete, who you got for this one? I got Man City. Yeah, every day of the week. Easy. Yeah. I Ted, who you got? Hard fought, close. Say what you want, but Tottenham doesn't have the answers right now. No shot. Yeah. I see draw. Raw? I say draw. <laughs> wishful thinking. Even that's wishful thinking. Man City's gonna put up four in the first half. We'll put up four in the second half. It's you know, it's gonna be a draw. It's fine. It's just the way the season goes. How many times have you put up four this season? You put up four against Crystal Palace, right? Any yes. other times? No. But it's City, you know. Yeah, City Crystal Palace, same thing. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we're. I will also note that in that Crystal Palace game, it was four goals in the second half. So, um, City, I'm going City every day of the week on that one. Weird. Um, it's a 
that's points dropped right there for y'all. Yeah, kind kind of kind of a cringy pick if uh, if I do say so myself. All right, all right. Uh, Pickums are through. Agenda is through. Ted, all you. So guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want to catch more, you can check us out on the Discord on Discord at the Boot and Hearth Pod. Uh, you can check out uh, the live stream at the Boot and Hearth Pod on Twitch as well and Twitch. Uh, you can also catch us at Suave IV currently. Um, our Gmail, if you have suggestions or you know wanna wanna just get in touch with us, Boot and Hearth at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, just in general, catch the pod every, every week, midweek, uh, Wednesday or Tuesday, depending on, uh, depending on what's going on with our schedules. But, uh, yeah, Pete, thanks for joining us this week. It's always fun having you on, man. Of course. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Pete. Thanks. And, uh, Grayson, great job. Great job, you know, hosting us and keeping hey, us thanks, on track dude. this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> would it be, would it be, Ted? Would it be out there? Yeah. Slap <laughs> Yeah. All right. Catch us next week, guys. See ya. Yeah. All right. Bye.